You're listening to Season 10, Episode 158, recorded on February 23rd, 2021, live from Austin, Texas, with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Guy Forsyth. But first, our show is possible thanks to our patrons and sponsors. Join our community to get exclusive access to content, merch, your own spotlight, and more for as little as $1 a month. Your support helps us continue to showcase local artists. Sign up at cimp.live. That's cimp.live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And remember, to give the podcast a five-star rating, every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians. And welcome to another uh, riveting episode of Comedians Interviewing Musicians. My name is Becky Jo Neal. That's my dog in the background for the podcast listeners. Uh, little bat pigs back there. And we are joined by the incredibly talented Jessica and Guy Forsyth. Round of applause for everybody. Hi, and this is Seeley. Hi, Seeley. Well, podcast listeners, it's a very cute little kitty. What, gray, blue? Kisses. Sweet. Yes, we were talking before the podcast that the, your animals love to listen to you guys play music and you're talking about how they're now used to got you guys not being touring anymore. Yeah, uh, I have a theory that the cats got together and caused COVID to try to get more access to thumbs. That's maybe the best conspiracy theory I've heard about COVID for sure. <laughs> yeah. What if the pets all got together and were like, here's the thing. We're tired of them leaving all the time. How do we fix this? Let's give them a virus that we've already had. <laughs> oh, and they were—they—they they had a great time with the fireplace over the last week. I—I I, I picture the great pet god going, "Stay, stay." <laughs> exactly. Stay. <laughs> How did you guys uh, weather the snow apocalypse? Did you guys do okay? We did okay. Um, uh, we had intermittent power, um, uh, but we, our gas worked, and so we were able to heat the house with the burners on the stove and uh, um, and and the um, the fake log in in the fireplace. We actually have a fireplace, which you never. You know, like we hadn't ever used, um, uh, and it was exciting that it worked, and we didn't die. Um, yes. I, you know, like I, I make light of it, but I would. I, I will say that I have. Uh, I have a friend who did die. Um, Gene Taylor, a great piano player, original piano player in the Blasters, played in the Fabulous Thunderbirds, um, played around the world, and uh, he died of complications apparently from hypothermia. Yeah. Six days into not having power. Wow. So, this I'm is so sorry. This is a, a, a legitimate uh, disaster that the people caused by it that caused it um, need to be held responsible because um, there's no reason why the um, the grid couldn't have worked. It was just underbuilt because it was cheaper. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's the Chris is on the god mic saying greedy people. Yes, it's all. I just what I. Could not wrap my brain around because I'm from the Midwest. This this um, was is a normal thing. That's why our houses are built a certain way. That's why our infrastructure is is solid like it is because this happens three times a year where I'm from. But the and I think for the first part I was like they're going to be fine. And then I realized your houses are not built to contain heat. These are not. This is a total. It's it's a tragedy. You want the heat out, really. Yeah, that's what they're built for. They're but they're built to expel heat and keep the house cool. I just. I, I don't know. It's kind of shocking, but I'm really happy that you're still here and that people did. I mean, the community effort from 
I mean, I had like neighbors from like three apartments ago check in on me. H-E-B. H-E-B for president. I swear. They honestly, though, can we just have a little H-E-B moment? They came through clutch for COVID. They came through clutch for this snow apocalypse. And Bless they have HB. good rules. Like they do a good job. And yeah. unusual as this weather event was, 10 years ago, we had a freezing episode as well. So it is not unpredictable. Right. It's not it's not unprecedented either. Ten years ago, they told them you have to winterize the grid. And did they do that? Absolutely not. No, they didn't. And why? Greed. Money. What a world. Speaking of money, actually, money. if you're having fun, you can tip Guy and Jessica. Oh, uh, money. Yes. Everybody needs like a little money. Some of it sometimes when we need yep. to buy things. Calories are good. Calories. Oh, bless calories. I realized I, I drove home today and I realized I have no food in my apartment. So DoorDash is about to be my best friend right after this. But uh, I guess how other than the snowpocalypse, how uh, has quarantine been for you? Like, are I know your animals are happy. Like, have you found any new hobbies or uh, gifts that you've discovered? Well, I, I, I everything did, is I, new. I did a lot of therapy and I discovered that deep inside I have a, a, a need to torment those closest to me. And so I've been learning how to play the mandolin. <laughs> Ooh. That's what it sounds like, <laughs> in case you weren't sure. Just but a turkey running through the house. Discussion. And and luckily, he plays the same thing over and over and over. It's luckily, just, yes, it's Wagon Wheel or Wonderwall. <laughs> Why did both of those opportunity, At least I could like, practice a fun dance or something. <laughs> this one's not that. It's just green sleeves, but in the wrong key. And you're like, what are you oh. doing? <laughs> Modulating up a half step every time. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Earl. Earl Manning is one of our um, patrons and longtime friends of the show. Hi, Earl. Hey, we Earl. love you and miss Hi, you. Earl. Oh, and hey, uh, Vicky. That's your mom. She's watching. That's my mom? Yeah. Wait, what's your mom's name? Vicky. Vicky. Hi, Vicky. It's so lovely that you're here. Thank you for joining us. Earl wants to know how everyone is doing tonight. Oh, yeah. This is to you, Earl, and to you, Vicky. That's how we're doing it. I had to uh, open the, the 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 door after the freeze and pour out some uh, white cloth for all my plants that died. Oh, every single plant of mine is <laughs> dead. Capital D, dead. It hurts my feelings that they're dead, and I'm there. I can see them when I look out the window. Like, how dare they? I know. I tried to save them. I made them a house. It didn't help. <laughs> That's the thing. It's just even the flora and fauna of Texas were like, what the hell is happening it, it right was now? Seven. It was seven. God. Seven That's degrees. only six more than one. I have a, a song about this if you'd like to make a... Oh, yeah, let's do... Oh, careful, wait. You know, careful transition. Sorry, we don't mean to interrupt. I, no, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> I, God, some people don't like when other people do their jobs for them. I am not one of those people. Please do my job. I love it. Uh, this oh, is... hey, if you're watching right now, would you please click the share button? If you would please click share. We are a bunch of people obviously desperate for attention. So if you could help us get that, we would... We would... I'm also doing this show in sweatpants, which I guess now. And uh, for the podcast listeners, she just held her cat up. Well, she was picking her cat up to put her guitar in her lap, but it kind of looked like she was like bringing the cat, like you better tip, you get her share or the cat's going to get it. So you better tip me. Yeah, not your heart. We had six cats at the beginning of this lockdown. <laughs> oh, no. That's, my dog just heard that. And she's like, is that what's happening? This is what you get for starting COVID dog. Okay. So here's a song. Thanks. By Guy Forsyth and Jessica Bailey Forsyth. Enjoy. Right. 
Trouble makes a 
That was Guy Forsyth and Jessica Forsyth. Thank you so much for joining us again. Um, I'd just like to uh, thank our podcast sponsors and our patrons. Uh, without this, obviously, we can't do it. Um, they also have a Patreon. So if you are already friends of ours, pretty sure you're going to be friends with Guy and Jessica. So yeah, why not? <laughs> also, we have ticked um, in the comments uh, their Venmos and PayPal's. So be sure when you tip them, uh, we know we're trying this new thing um, because we know not everybody watches the live stream. Some people watch it on YouTube and listen to it on other uh, various podcast platforms. But when you get tips, we all, we constantly ask them to tip you because you're doing a great job. We'd like, you know, two years from now when you randomly get a tip from some random Joe on Venmo and you're like, who the hell is sending me $10? We're going to have you send a fist bump emoji and the laugh cry emoji. That's the one Jessica decided she's going to do the laugh cry emoji because we're going to cry laugh during the show. Oh, he eyes and he's got tears shooting out and he's like, <laughs> it's ex exactly the super, yeah. the, the face we all want to make when we can go back out again. I feel like it's going to be hysterical crying and laughing. But till then, definitely there's never been a uh, an easier time or a cheaper time to be a patron of the arts. Artists really in this period of time are, are learning how to be tremendously frugal. Um, mm -hmm. uh, really getting by with uh, the bare minimum of, of, of uh, our calorie, caloretic needs. Um, uh, and if you appreciate this, if this is something that feeds your soul and feeds the thing that keeps you going, which is what music has been traditionally, and that's certainly the bar that we are trying to fill um, because music is a tool to get through difficult times. If we're helping you, please give us a, uh, a leg up and uh, we'll meet you in the common ground. Yeah. Also, yes. join our Patreon. It's <laughs> as little as $5. <laughs> begging, begging. Can't afford I mean, honestly, though, you have to, like, there's, when you, when you have the ability to sell your, like, your your chutzpah in a crowd, like those people are immediately drawn into it. It's like artists are having to, and you're right. Every artist has become so good at like trying to really sell their product in this new form and try to stay relevant. And you guys are killing it. Super it's proud like $5. Of it hurts my, <laughs> it actually kind of hurts my feelings. When people don't, none of, I don't have one family member. Not one of my family members is a Patreon of ours. But come on, is. But it hurts my feelings when when like they don't join. It's so cheap. Just don't buy one coffee from Starbucks. Yes, this is what they meant when the conservatives were saying stop buying coffee once a week. They mean so you can put the money back into the Patreon pockets of musicians and artists that are keeping you entertained while you are home alone. Mind oh. you, you're watching this shit because you can't go out. So let's donate and become patrons. Uh, oh, so Scott Collins is here. Hi, Scott Collins. We love you. And uh, Mike Cora, I don't know. Uh, did you tip? He just sent a laughing cry emoji. <laughs> Lisa, <laughs> Lisa Huffman is a Patreon. Lisa Huffman's watching. She's a she's a big fan of guys. And I know she had she had a super hard time during that that freeze. I think that uh, she, they got some water damage and their roof collapsed in like two places. So, oh, we're thinking that so much thanks for joining uh i hope you're okay yeah yeah i actually got um i've been in kansas city for the last several months taking care of my folks uh -huh. during quarantine and i i sublet my apartment for a little bit but that's the sublet let up on the day before 
the snowpocalypse happened. So oh, no wow. one was here to run my water or anything. And I also, my office did not have capabilities to get to the office. So I couldn't call and ask, is my apartment still yeah. above water? And turns out <clears throat> I build from, I, I moved from building to building. My old apartment, the two on the, on the third floor on the corner, both had their roofs cave in. So if I had not moved, I could have been in that situation, like coming home to an ice rink and a hole in the ceiling. Like that would have been. Your luck holds. I know, right? And by the grace of God, that woman was not there. Like, who? Speaking of, no more smokepocalypse. I'm sorry. We're talking about happy things. I would like to know if you, and I asked Jessica this, I made a comment about it earlier because she teased you a little bit while you were gone. And I want you guys to answer this question for each other. (laughs) You shut your mouth. Oh, I got my phone. (laughs) It was playful teasing. And this is payback because he took up the mandolin. So if if Guy was not a musician, what do you think he would be? Oh, I answer it? Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that you would have been a preacher. Or, or a ridiculous car salesman. You would have been someone that gets to talk a lot that people have to listen to. <laughs> That's what I think. Well, I guess there's the question of using your powers for good or evil, but I'm, you know, maybe I could be a good car salesman. Yeah. Like, Look at this. It's great. Here's all the reasons. I've listed them all. Oh, out this, for you. this car is an order. Yeah. Uh, Liz Forsyth Donaldson says chimney sweep. Is there a story behind that? <laughs> <laughs> Up where the smoke is all better than pearl. Yes, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I, I like to dance a lot and I'm filthy. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, I think hey, sister. Chimney sweep. Yeah. Oh, that's your sister? That's all. We- Hi, yes. Liz. Uh, <laughs> I told you his family shows up. Yeah. Aww, that's Captain that's Unicorn of the fire department. Ooh, um, uh, my, my sister. Oh, I love that. Unicorn. Okay. So She's reverse it. The fire department. She's, she just also loves unicorns. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't we all? It's a term of respect. Not as much as Liz. Liz has a special love for them. Oh, well, I mean, I think doesn't, doesn't everybody like have like one animal that they're like, yeah, I see myself in you. <laughs> yes. Celie's like it's me. My hair, though. <laughs> For the podcast listeners, the cat has completely taken over the show. He is so I cute. Know, He's sorry. pawing at her hair, trying to eat her hair. Oh, you know, our, guys! Fans want us to make Celie cat t-shirts. This is gonna work like a charm. Oh, but look, he's the distracted by his own cats. tail now. Oh. Facebook <laughs> yeah, comments are like rolling in. They are awesome. Thank you guys him. so much. <laughs> uh, Okay, so reverse it. Guy, if uh, Jessica, Jessica was anything else other than a musician, what would she be? Uh, a supervillain. <laughs> she seems she excited about lair, this. A lair somewhere where she would use uh, digital technology and manipulation of image to rule the world, and you wouldn't even know. What if I already do it? Okay, now I'm convinced you already do do that. Wait a minute. A supervillain and a preacher walk into a bar. <laughs> and they start to set up. And they have a cat. <laughs> and it's not a witch thing. It's not a magic. Just follow me this. Two musicians and a cat, one a preacher and one a supervillain. Wait, so what would your supervillain costume look like? I always said that I would Skin be tight. I would be reflector girl because I'm so white. So I would just wear really light colored stuff and stand in the sun. And that could be my superpower. I mean, everyone. I have already thought about this. I don't know why I had a little. I did pageants, so I had answers for everything. Wait, when did you like like the like teen pageants? 
little kid I pageants. Texas. I, w- I got to be Miss. I, I won uh, Miss Texas for the talent uh, like five years ago. I have a crown. That is incredible. <laughs> I have always been so jealous of pageant girls because like one, okay. they're gorgeous. But like, is it what it, is it? Is the pageant world like they put it in the movies where it's just like mean and cutthroat? Depends on what pageant system you're in. And what movie? Yeah, I mean, I like Train to Busan or, you know. <laughs> yeah, is this, is this Miss uh, Congeniality I think, I don't or? I a lot of people realize there's a lot of different pageant systems. Uh, Miss America is a pageant system. There's uh, our Diamond Miss. There's our Little Miss. They're all very different. Every pageant system is different. Per se, one of them is a very natural pageant that you don't wear a lot of makeup and you're very covered. And 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 then maybe the next one is a glitz pageant where you have a flipper, a fake teeth, and you're a spray tan and you just look ridiculous. You know, they're all different. The only pageant I've ever been to was a drag pageant, and I don't know if I could ever go to a normal one because those that was lit. Yeah. You know, I have a, we have a little girl, she's 10 years old, and she loved being in pageants. I wouldn't have been in that pageant had my daughter not been in that pageant, but Aww. I just figured I could um, enter and then win the talent and win all the money for the talent, and, and, I, and it paid for, uh, it paid for the, the whole pageant trip, and I got a video that went viral on the way home because we were on an airplane tarmac in Reno. <laughs> And they lost power for hours and hours. And so they asked if anyone wanted to entertain. And so they made me do it because I just won. And so they recorded me singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow on the speaker system and used that as their uh, let's try to make people less mad at us story on the news. And I was on (laughs) K-Love and Good Morning America and all kinds of stuff. It was pretty cool. It was two days. If you ever have anything go viral, it's the strangest thing. It's, it's literally two days and then just like, uh, uh, but you know, I feel like when they go viral and it gets big enough, I mean, eventually people see it a couple of months like, oh, have you heard about the lady who sang Summer of the Rainbow <laughs> on, the, on the plane? No, I haven't heard of that yet. Oh, I'll send you the link. That's kind of the forever moment there. Eh. You'll be that lady forever. I'm a fan <laughs> of that. Um, okay. So they do what is, <laughs> yes. Uh, their shirt. What is the first thing you're going to do after getting vaccinated, after COVID is really coming down, what's the first thing you're gonna do? I'm leaving. Where are you going? Away from him just for a long time-ish. For like, I think <laughs> I wanna go somewhere where you're not, and then I'll be, I'll be there for a little while, and then come back, and then we'll be like, oh, I love you, I'm so glad to be around you, because I would like to miss him. That is oddly beautiful. I- I would yeah. like I would like to miss my husband because I love you, but I love you. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> and Celia is still eating his feet. Uh, what about you, guy? <laughs> no, I'm going to go straight up to to New England. I'm I'm going I'm going up there. That's that'll be good. Where in New England? Like you just you're gonna go watch? I'm the probably gonna. Movie? Well, I'm not going to Connecticut now because my little sister hates me right now. Whatever. Sorry, little sis. So I'll probably go to Jersey. Uh, and stay with Aunt Sue there. She has a teepee and an airstream in an old, like, 100-year-old cabin. Ooh. And I'd like to go to New York, but then Sue kind of has told me that maybe I don't <laughs> right now. She, she Like, maybe not the time. It's not a good place right now. Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, most places aren't the best. I, 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 traveling back from Kansas City to Texas, I was like, Kansas City's 
pretty dumb but ha- oh, damn every single gas station we drove by there was some, some dude standing way too close to me not wearing a mask uh-huh. and his grubby little fingers are all over the glass thing i was like get away from me i swear oh no i can't uh what about you guy what's the first thing you're gonna do post covid well i'm just looking for a return to n- normalcy and i can go back to my hobby of licking door handles in public buildings Yes, and like open mouth kissing your friends, just yeah, just a big no! sloppy. Uh-uh. Take it back. I had to break him of that. <laughs> he he no longer kisses his friends on the mouth. You know, like this has this has been this has been really weird for me because I've made my living my entire adult life as a performer. I'm a recording artist. I've, I've sold records, but. Um, most of my income has come from selling records at point of sale at, the, at, at, at gigs and stuff like that. I had a record contract in an earlier um, portion of my career, and I, and I learned a lot of things from that, um, mostly that I can spend my money as well as anybody can. And, uh, and, and so now we have our own record company, and we do, our, um, we do everything in-house. Um, uh, and so... Um, I'm so looking forward to getting to go out and hear live music and participate in the ritual from both sides of the stage because you take it for granted. You just, I just took it for granted. I'm, I'm glad we're doing the right thing. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a droplet spewing machine. So it's a lot. it really is best that I'm a not lot. in a tiny room you know, like sweating and, and, and yelling for three hours. So, um, uh, he does it here at home. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> it's a free so, show. The cats love it. He does. <laughs> yeah. Chris oh, says he's ready God. to see you live at the Saxon. I have a band that, that I put together. We had like one rehearsal planned and then the COVID hit. So I've had a band that's never played together. The great rock and roll swindle. Maybe someday <laughs> we'll practice. It's kind of like every teenager's first garage band. Like they just practice for six years and nothing ever happens. You're like, what are you going to do yeah, with yeah. that? I can't do that, y'all. I can't. I will move on. Usually makes for a really good first record. And Seely can be in my band. No second record. You want to be in my band? <laughs> yeah, what, what would, what's Seely going to do first thing post-COVID? Because Lisa Huffman said Jamaica. I bet Seely would go to Jamaica. Back to the lab. Clean his tail. I mean, seriously, if, if for the podcast listeners, just stop listening to it and get on YouTube. This cat is straight up stealing the show. He's so cute and he's so silly and he's just so pleased. I've never seen a cat that's pleased. Head. I'm trying not long. to move because he's waiting to attack me. <laughs> he's waiting Don't to attack it to him. Don't give it to him. He'll eat it. Oh, and there we go. Yeah, if, he, if, you're not, if you're not watching this on YouTube, I implore you. This is this YouTube video is going to have a million views. The podcast is going to be like crickets. <laughs> Okay. Be famous. You're going to pay for college. Oh. <laughs> I said, no, I'm going to smack oh, you in the face. Quit asking that. questions. He fought me right in the forehead. He's like, you owe me money. I don't, I don't, you don't owe me anything. Okay. Chris just texted me. This cat is totally distracting you. Yes, it is. <laughs> I am a simple, simple being. Sure, okay. Uh, and I know guy, you just, you've uh, expressed like you've been making records for the majority of your life. You have over 20 plus records that you've recorded personally, and I'm sure you've worked on countless others. Like, do you have a favorite? You're not supposed to ask what your favorite kid is, but do you have a favorite kid? Oh, but that is the question you're asking now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 uh, and I, 
I don't even I don't even know what the answer to that is because because I, I, I mean I could tell you my least favorites but you know that's not necessarily as fun. Um, uh, I uh, I'm I'm really really? proud with I'm really proud of all the different musicians that I've gotten to work with and the different periods of time that I was working and the music that I've I've made has definitely been collaborative. And so, you know, when I listen to the records, I'm often thinking of the players that I've known and that I've worked with um, on those records, because, um, uh, you know, I'm a songwriter, but as a musician, I'm a. I'm folk trained. I was just listened. I didn't have lessons. So I've learned from other musicians continually my whole career and getting to play with other musicians has definitely influenced the music that, that I've made. Um, the album Love Songs For and Against that I made with Mark Addison at his studio is one of my favorites. And one of my favorite things about it is that it brought uh, some sort of pop and you know and and british sensitivities to stuff that i was doing which was mainly american roots music influenced but that's kind of the journey you know it's like you know trying to learn craft and keep your inspiration genius i feel like yeah you can't you can't you can never pick your favorite child but there's always like i love that you uh sort of correlated it to the people you've worked with and you've worked with some insanely like big absolutely really great great musicians did, is there a piece of advice you were given by one of those artists or something you learned by watching them that is like has forever been burned in your brain? Well, I, uh, I didn't get to work with him, but I had a, I interviewed John Hammond when I was about 18 years old. When I was 16 years old, I started to play. I got a harmonica for Christmas from my, my dad. And I had some friends who played music, so I would learn from them and watching them. And I really early on started to gravitate to old Americana music. I discovered Robert Johnson in the public library in Overland Park in Kansas City. That's where I'm uh, from. Yeah. So, so, so that, that I spent time growing up in Overland Park, um, out in, in the sublivians of, uh, of, of Kansas City. Cl- I'm close to uh, um, corporate woods, a perfect metaphor. My perfect. mom works in corporate woods. I am not kidding. <laughs> I think my, that is where my parents' law office is, is in corporate I'm, I'm a white kid from the suburbs, you know, with no legitimate claim to roots music as, you know, uh, I, you know, like it wasn't something that my family did. My dad committed a few atrocities on the banjo um, mm-hmm. while I was growing up, but he was, you know, it's not the he, mandolin. he saw deliverance and, you know, and it changed his life. Um, but it didn't, didn't it, you know, it did, didn't hang around that much, but I've always been interested in music. But when starting to listen to music that in a lot of ways predates the commercialization of recordings, although the race records were recorded mostly for small private endeavors as opposed to an overarching Smithsonian-like effort to record folk music, um, uh, people were trying to sell those records um, and trying to figure out specific markets and and what what, what people would make. You know, there's people who are just trying to figure out how, how, how can I make this work? So the music on those records affects me and has continued. I'm still chasing the thing that I hear on those records, and I may always be. There's an authenticity to the songwriting in those early blues records, um, uh, which doesn't take away from the professionalism of the people that that created them, because that was a lifestyle. You know, you had to totally jump into that, at least for a period of time, in order to make it work. So that that is... uh, um, I, I'm trying to share the things that I love. 
That's beautiful. I love that. We did get uh, Chris asked who uh, who on here has a favorite Guy Forsyth song or album. Uh, Liz got uh, two. She said Adam's Rib and then 105. And then Lisa Huffman said Red Letter Bible and then so many to pick. But mine, my favorite one, Love Songs For and Against. That's your favorite album. Mm. Yeah. Because I I hired him to play and then I, I bought all of his CDs. I remember I came up to him and I was like, I have $50. What, give me whatever you want to give me for $50. And you were like, here's one of everything. <laughs> and so uh, that was my favorite album was uh, Love Songs. And and probably because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit younger, not as, and definitely then, didn't have any knowledge of the kind of music really that Guy was singing. I, I've learned a lot since then. But um, it has a pop undertone to it. It, it just, I think it appeals maybe to the younger generation just a little bit more. I, it's it's a really really solid album. I, I concur. Uh, Mike Cora said steak, and Earl Manning says my favorite was the uh, when they played Amazing Grace at Purgatory Players. Yeah. That's that, the one we're gonna play special for your uh, Patreon. Oh. So, so if, if you want to see, like to see the special the special performance, you gotta join their Patreon. Yes both of ours because maybe it's a different angle and who knows maybe you want to watch it again we're going to we'll do switch it places we're leveraging our art well, let's reverse um okay one last question before we get into a couple more songs but i, I we kind of hit on that i'm assuming that you hiring him was when y'all met because you were running a club yep. so tell us about how the how you guys met sure i was um i was running a, a club called sealy flats and when I say running, there was a bunch of people all working together to run it. I don't want to make anybody mad. But um, I was in charge of booking and handling the music and all of that. And I had posted online asking who they wanted me to, like, who do y'all want? I don't know about blues that much. Uh, and uh, they wanted Guy Forsyth to come back. Apparently he had played at the Steel Penny Pub quite a few times in the past. That's another place there in San Angelo. And so I hired him, well thought he was kind of expensive, but, you know, I want to give the people what they want. So, um, yeah, I met him before the show. I always tried to go in and say hi because uh, everything gets really crazy when the when the show is happening. And you were nice. You were fine looking. You, I, Nothing was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to marry you and be with you forever. But it was, <laughs> it was when he started singing. It, the first song I ever heard, Ever because I'm a crappy song person and didn't do any homework inside, didn't listen to any of his music. I just hired him, and uh, and he sang Adam's Rib. And I remember the post that I leaned on when I heard him sing, and it and I was just okay. like, holy crap! And I had my daughter Bella with me; she was three, and I had uh, I always had her take a picture with everyone that came across the stage that I thought was a cool musician, you know? I have pictures of her playing Barbies with Sue Foley on the on the stage floor. I have I have all kinds of pictures of her with 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 uh, Chris Duarte, him giving her piggyback rides and what? And, and and so I have a picture of Guy holding her when she was 3 years old. Mm. And uh and now that that's her dad and uh and she was terrified of him because the first song he sang was Adam's Rib and it's kind of a little bit of a scary sounding song and and it scared it's her minor and and so Ooh. she called him the big bad wolf for two years and she was not a fan but i you know, love that though it's I, pretty cute yeah pretty my cute. parents oh, my parents met in a babysitting just situation day, just the other day she goes 
she was listening to us do an interview and she heard me tell that story and she didn't realize that it was guy. She was like, that's, that's dad. I was like, yeah. She goes, I didn't even know that. <laughs> she also didn't know that Michael Jackson used to be black. That was also a fun conversation that we've had during the pandemic. Yeah. Kids are smart. You know, she was like, this stuff. that's the same person. How? <laughs> oh, Trauma, Why? trauma. That's how that happened. Trauma. Oh, poor Michael. That's me. Uh, oh, my chorus is that's hilarious. I love it. I'm interested, guy. What? What is your take on your first meeting? Ooh. What do you remember? I remember the first time that I saw her, and she seemed uh, tremendously sophisticated and exotic. And, Ooh. Uh, um, and you know, I had I had that moment where I was like, wow, you know, just like you you don't. I think that my wife is freakishly beautiful, you know, <laughs> you know just like, and she is. Oh no, the cat! <laughs> For the podcast, is she tried to cover her face with yes, her hair, problems, but, uh... and the cat was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> the cat was waiting for that. But, um, you know, but uh, we, I, 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 I had her number in my phone because it was the. Uh, um, that was his boss. Yeah, it was the, you know, hey. the, the contact, <laughs> the buyer for Sealy Flats. And so um, years went by, and and uh, um, and uh, she reached out to me on Facebook, and we started just communicating on Facebook and and talk, talking to her about her band in 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 yeah. San Angelo and and, and uh, I asked him for advice on on how to play in Austin. Yeah, Ooh. apparently it was just marry you, but <laughs> yeah, that was what it took. That's a plus. Ladies. No, I, I love a meet cute. Yeah. <laughs> that's so sweet though I, I don't know I just we love love here at music firsthand um, uh, but yes before we get into a couple more songs I would like to remind everyone that they have a Patreon and uh, there is a pinged comment uh, for their Venmo the Venmo is just at Guy Forsyth right Guy Forsyth Band Guy Forsyth Band and then it's paypal.me uh-huh, and Guy Forsyth there we go so the Guy Forsyth is just the paypal um in an at Guy Forsyth band on Venmo. So be sure to tip them with a fist bump emoji and a laughing, crying emoji. So they know where it's from. And it's not just some creep sending them $10 in the middle of the night. I mean, so, I'm fine with it. If, if you want to. I'll yeah. We mind. also take creepy ones, but uh, just beware. Uh, and again, to uh, the people who want to join the Patreon, uh, that is also a link in the comments. It is there. And if you want to join ours, do it. You're going to get the exclusive video of Earl's favorite song. So. Let's uh, hear a couple more songs from Guy and Jessica. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen. Which one are you first? Let's do who? All right. Uh, so you want to tell the story? I will, yeah. Um, this is a, probably, I think, maybe the first song that Guy and I wrote together. This was the first song I ever had any hand in writing. And it was shortly after I moved to Austin and Guy and I were sitting on the back patio of our house. And it was about yeah, it was very late. It was 4 a.m. We had played a show, and, and we were just winding down because, you know, after work, you you, you can't just go right to sleep. And um, he was singing me all those beautiful love songs, you know, all those love songs that everybody knows so well by Guy Forsyth. And it was the first time that I was like, who are, who are you singing it about? Like, who did you write that for? And he didn't really answer me. Well, it's an amalgam of, of characters, really. It's a bunch of different people. people. Like, it does, it's, it's, more, it's more of an ideal 
And so then I just didn't believe him. And and I had an idea for this song. Hit it! Oh, silly. Your turn, bruh. 
Forsyth and Jessica Forsyth. Here we are. Uh, this is Comedians and Musicians episode. I have no idea. I don't even know why I tried to name it. I think it's like 160. Chris? 
158. I was very close. Uh, we are about to play a game. But before we play this game, I would like to know. Um, Jessica brought it up earlier. You have a bucket of swords and a bucket of wigs in your house. I know why she has a bucket of wigs, because I am also a wig queen. But why do you have a bucket of swords? Zombies. Zombies. Very simple. Wait, do you know how to use a sword? I don't. Before I moved to... Like, I don't. Let me go get one. Before I moved to Austin, <laughs> I had come to Texas Probably almost every closet. year of my life. It's not every year of my life, because my <laughs> mom's family was living in Houston. So I had a reason to come down, and, and so I, I, I grew up coming down to Texas. But when I turned, uh, when, when I left home, I started to work at Renaissance festivals. And the first one I went to was the Renaissance Festival in in uh, um, Kansas City, mm -hmm. and uh, I started to work as a stuntman doing choreographed fight shows. I did one at the um, Kansas City Renaissance Festival, um, uh, playing Robin Hood, and so we took that show on the road and did the Metairie, Louisiana fair. Uh, I did the Sterling Forest fair up in New York and, and uh, I had gone to TRF at the end of one season and I got to visit Austin while I was there. And that was the, um, and so that was the first time I ever came to Austin. And when I went down to Austin, I realized that bands were playing for tips and I was already getting beat up with swords and sticks for tips. So I, I was like, I could, I could do this, Your you know, I think I do this. Uh, oh, that's, that's, that's good. Um, oh, uh, I just grabbed just one. Jessica's got a sword. Just grabbed one. I don't know yeah. which one that is, but there's one. And when I pulled it out, you the big, mm -hmm. the big spear with the red hair, fuzzy thing. Yeah, the end, that uh, fell over I, I, on I, me. I got to train with Sifu Jeff Hughes um, of Iron Mantis Martial Arts in Austin for many years, and I taught Tai Chi for a while and did the the Tai Chi game with its straight sword. Um, uh, when I was in Kansas City, I did I I, I did a lot of sort of amateur street fencing with a bunch of punk rockers and so god i love we that put the holes through our own face um uh you know it had one go through my lip yeah everyone's on right like what's there. this scar from and he's like oh, i've been stabbed yeah, yeah yeah and so this the the mount on this particular sword is uh Ooh. obviously not Ooh. in good shape here. beautiful yeah, but, I saw this um, uh, yeah this is Hold a ceiling. big katana sort of style sword so take a little while to pull that up um uh but uh yeah i'm uh, i'm very fascinated uh, um in uh, swords and and, uh, and and melee weapons from the time I probably started playing Dungeons and Dragons when I was a kid. Yes, um, nerdy uh, is as nerdy does. You just yeah, you know, yeah, I don't I, think anyone ever grows out of that. I think I think when your parents when parents are presented with a nerdy child, it is very like very often I feel like oh they'll grow out of that they'll get friends eventually. Sometimes those nerdy kids meet other nerdy kids and they never stop. <laughs> We never yeah, do. Happiness is finding your nerds, and you know, like the people that you can, that you can find, uh, you know, common imagination with. And I, uh, my first, like, a non-school, non-city musical. I did a show in Blue Springs, and uh, about ninety-eight percent because the director was Jim Stamberger. Shout out to Jim Stamberger and the Kansas City Ren Fest. The director was Jim Stamberger, and so <laughs> all of his Rennies came to audition for Footloose. And I was the only person who was not a Renfest cast member. And so they like bullied me into like, you want to come be a mermaid on a hot rock for a couple hours and we'll pay yeah. you $7? Like, yeah, okay. A <laughs> hundred. Do I?
Yeah. What do you <laughs> mean? Where's my outfit? And they're like, you have to make it. I'm like, well, what? But KFC Renfest is notorious for having like some of the best costumes of all. They're they're good. Um, I sort of knew that was the answer because I read in your bio that uh, you're a Rennie nerd like myself. So I thought what would be fun, we always try to play a game during this uh, chunk of the interview. And I found an interview or a, a quiz on De Detroit Free Press. Take this quiz to dress up as your Renaissance character. It's like eight questions. Uh, and we're going to find out what kind of Renfest character we all should be. I took it earlier and I got the village idiot. So I'm not taking it again because this quiz is mean. But um, we're going <laughs> to quiz. Uh, we'll start with Jessica. Jessica, what is your favorite or your go-to beverage? Beer, Gatorade, hot tea, cola, bubble tea, or rum? Beer. That's what I said. I was like, who, who is like, yeah, bubble tea. Shut up. Um, okay. Which Guys, word all this describes you? Bubble tea at home. <laughs> yeah, no, we can make bubble tea at home. We're fancy. Um, which word best describes you? We have brave, mischievous, dangerous, tomfoolery, regal, or wholesome. Are you asking me this? No, exactly. Oh, this is Jess. We're doing Jessica's first, and then we'll come back and again. I forgot half of them. Uh, brave, mischievous. I think I'm brave. You are pretty brave. Also, you have the married a hair like in the Disney movie Brave. Yeah, sometimes it needs to be big. <laughs> it's gorge. Um, okay, what color looks best on you? Brown, purple, bright white, black, gray, or I like to switch it up. Bright white is your villain costume. I like to switch it up. <laughs> Me too. I was like, with the brown, purple, white, and gray, those are not really. Purple okay. would be the one I'd have to pick if I had to pick one. If you're, if you're right. aiming at queen, you'd have to pick purple. Well, also, purple just looks good with red hair. Yeah. Jessica Rabbit basically invented it. It's mm -hmm. how it works. Um, purple. <laughs> how would you spend a free day working out? Who does that? Cleaning your house? Who does that? Taking a hike in the forest, mm -hmm. out on the water, or at a bar with friends? I go to a bar anywhere with friends. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. And this question, which I um, reject as being culturally inappropriate, um, not which animal do you identify the most with? Because I'm not. That's spirit animals, not for white people. Um, are you a beaver, a swordfish, a hummingbird, a raccoon, a butterfly, or a shark? A shark. I like the shark. I picked raccoon because they dunk their food in water and sometimes that- They're cute, but people really want to kill them, but they can't get them. They get them a lot easier than sharks. That's true. And everyone's afraid of a shark. No one, or they either I'm like heavily afraid of it or they really, really respect it. That's a shark week. Respect the shark, definitely. Respect the shark. Okay, this one I thought was ridiculous because these, what is your dream job? And these six jobs are not great. Um, I wanted to scream mermaid as my answer for like every one of them, even the right. color. It has to be. Um, what is your dream job? To serve and protect any job working in nature, stockbroker on Wall Street, a gamer, a CEO, or a hairdresser? What in the random? I'm a CEO. Yes, she wears, she wears the lady suit. Okay, which member of your friends group are you? The funny one, the leader, the mother hen, the rule breaker, the protector, or the dreamer? all of them which i know one? right funny one leader mother rule breaker protector dreamer we'll go with leader because then i can be whichever one of them i want to be because i'll be in charge you're a princess 
Uh, what a surprise! <laughs> you are a gentle, benevolent Proof being. The validity of this test. You are humble and show gratitude towards everyone around you, such that many regard you with their highest respects. It is very likely you have a great wisdom and well-developed talents. Hello, your wardrobe and accessories are meticulously color-coordinated often, focusing on a single color. You carry yourself with authority and were born to be a leader. You are proud of your heritage and who you are, always confident and aware. And your motto is, hold your head high or else your crown shall fall. I'm here for that one. I got village idiot. You got the princess. This is... This is crap. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I guess you could just I'll if you're the princess. One of my one of my first gigs at the Renaissance Festival at the Sterling Forest was the singing trash collector. <laughs> which is kind of archaic because, you know, I don't think they had trash collectors in you know in the Middle Ages. But uh, in order to open a Renaissance fair, you do. Yeah, and, I that no one was really uh, I, concerned with sanitation back in the day. <laughs> was not a thing. They still had the big ass turkey legs, though. That's the tea. Okay. That was back That's when we were tea. bedding down with hoofed mammals. <laughs> yes. My wife is a goat. No, really. My wife is a goat. Okay. Look at what is your go to beverage, guy? Is it beer, Gatorade, hot tea, cola, bubble tea, or rum? Ooh, the rum. Well, I know where the rum leads to, um, uh, and and I'm I'm not that much of a rum a rum drinker, but uh, um, you know we. Uh, I, I... Yeah, it's got. I mean, you're at the Renaissance Festival. You got to have your like thing of rum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I guess. All right, I, I'll take the rum because you can make grog with that. And you yeah. can you can fight like you can clean wounds. It's all for me, grog. Me yeah, it could be multi-purpose. Um, um, also, beer and tobacco. Guy, your mom is blowing you up online saying that is absolutely right. Once a nerdy kid, always a nerd. And as Guy's mom, I know that for sure. <laughs> um, uh, I miss you. I'm, I'm going to go to your mom. My mom has read every one of the Patrick O'Brien books. She's a nerd. Can I come to your house? See? Can I come to your house with that guy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Guy, uh, which word best describes you? Brave, mischievous, dangerous. Tomfoolery, regal, or wholesome? I feel dangerous, but mainly to myself. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Cooking dangerous. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, clicking. There we go. Uh, which color looks best on you? Brown, purple, bright white, black, gray, or I like to switch it up. Wearing all gray. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm gonna, I, actually, I think that, um, I mean, I would like it, the answer to be black, but I think probably brown. I mean... It's a classic. That's fair. No, you don't think so? Well, I mean, Am that's I like a your winner? answer. You can Am I answer a winner? it, but I think that's not your best color. Winner is coming. Fair. Yeah. Okay, so... I'll dress you. <laughs> She's like, fine, if I have to dress you for the apocalypse, we will do this. Okay. I'll fix it. How would you spend a free day? Working out, cleaning your house, taking a hike in the forest, out on the water, at the bar with friends, or shopping? Taking a hike in the forest. Yeah. That sounds fun. And which animal do you most identify with? Beaver, swordfish, hummingbird, raccoon, butterfly, or shark? Raccoon. Yeah, they're just so dang Trash cute. panda. Trash panda. And what is your dream job? To serve and protect any job working in nature, stockbroker on Wall Street, gamer, CEO, or hairdresser? <laughs> 
Yeah, I've been practicing his whole life to be. I haven't had the option, so I'm going to take gamer. Right, like if I was good at games, I would have picked that. But I was like, hairdresser sounds artsy, so maybe that one. Okay, which member of your friends group are you? Funny one, leader, mother hen, rule breaker, protector, and dreamer. Hmm. Protector. Yeah. Nice. Oh dang it, dude! We're both the village idiot. Hey. It says well, while we're so unprotected. Yes. No one cares about us. Also, the picture they use for this is borderline offensive. This woman is like. This is a motley fool. She's wearing a sign that says "idiot" but spelled wrong, and there's like trash in her hat. Uh, the the description says. Half-wit, nincompoop, simple-minded. These are the words that the unknowing outside world may choose to label you. I wonder if Chris is an idiot or a princess. Yeah, Chris, are you an idiot or a princess? I feel like Chris might be a princess. Yeah, he's (laughs) definitely a princess. It says that, uh, guy, you are the life of the party, always finding a way to make people laugh. You are proud of who you are in such a way that it allows others to be proud of themselves. Clever and brave. You stand up for what you believe in even when everyone else would tell you you're wrong. Uh, Though laziness can sometimes be an issue, there is no more energetic or driven uh, when it comes to things you are passionate about. That's a pretty good, I feel like that sounds mean, but it's nice. I feel like that's mean nice. That's nice. Yeah. Also, your mom said, that's right. So. (laughs) Well, unimpeachable. At least Steely doesn't look stressed out at all. (laughs) Steely's still like, Give me your hair or I will burn this house to the ground. Yeah, he's just like in his like lazy boy. Lazy he's boy. just snoozing. I love that. Well, thanks for finding out. We're the princess and a couple of village idiots. That uh, sounds about right. I mean, I don't really know what all the answers were because I didn't take the test in a bunch of forms. But I feel like if it was just princess or village idiot, that that would even be funnier. <laughs> just spitting out. <laughs> I I made I, I made I asked him and he agreed to do it. But guy, I I love dressing up so much that I made this poor man go out in twelve degree weather to photograph me. I mean that's love in a gown in a gown like shoulders a bare gown. But I how gorgeous is not him? <laughs> I mean it could have gone both ways. But what if he was like I've been outside in forty five degree weather. I'm putting the damn dress on now and you take pictures of me. I mean, I have some pictures of him and some dresses. Yeah. They're on the Patreon. So join their Patreon and you can find those. That works. Um, if you guys are enjoying yourself, please be sure to tip. Chris told me not to get my knee in the camera several times. It just looks like a floating boob, but I can't uh, I, help myself. Yeah. What's wrong with me? I'll do it's not it a floating you. boob. Uh, but if you're having a good time, please tip them. It's uh, pinged in the comments. It's at Guy Forsyth Band on Venmo and uh, PayPal.me Guy Forsyth on PayPal. So make sure you tip with a fist bump emoji and a laughing crying emoji so they know it's from us. Uh, we are going to hear one more song on this live stream. This gives you an opportunity right now to Lisa Huffman says she wants to see the pictures. So does everyone else. Get them to TMZ immediately. Um, but if you want to watch the exclusive content we're going to film after this, uh, please join our Patreon as well as joining theirs. You'll get I'm sure they have tons of content on their Patreon. Please join them and support them. And uh, join ours too. Spend $10 a month on some lowly, crazy musicians and comedians. It'll be fun. So uh, please enjoy this last song on the live feed. But if you want to join us for the Patreon to see it later, you can. But this is one more song from Guy and Jessica Portside. Should have just gone for it and bopped you in the head.
So this is a, this is the first song I ever wrote by myself. Um, it's called Midnight, I think. It hasn't been recorded yet, so all of this could change quickly. But um, work in progress. It's a work in progress. I am a, a fan of true crime. I like it because I think that it helps me be more aware, and I like to know my options and my exits and possibilities. And so this song is about stalking. I think stalking is crappy. And uh, the only way you can get help is if you are, like, if you're murdered, basically. So this is my stalker awareness song called Midnight.
Hill. Yes, brothers. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This was an incredible show. And I am truly, I feel like honored to uh, like host you and have you in the Music First Hand family now. It feels like we've been, Cry No Chris has been trying to get y'all on the show forever. It was like a dream of his. So I'm super stoked to have it on there. And uh, we just love you and appreciate you. And we want to tell all of our patrons and sponsors that we adore you and we need you and please keep uh, supporting us. And if you're uh, feeling generous and in the mood, it's only $5. So please, it's starting at $5. Don't just only get $5. Jesus, cheap ass. That's what you got. That's fine. These are tough times for people, but we certainly appreciate um, all the help that we can get. We appreciate all of the $5. Yes. And all five of those dollars will be used to make quality content for you guys to produce or Even more entertainment. Gallery content to keep producing. 100%. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, James Ottaviano. Uh, hi, James. Jim and Sue are yeah. watching and they want to say hi. And Lisa Huffman also watches Court TV all the time, true crime fan. I, I am also like, I'm a murderino, so I feel you. I'm on a murderino that too. I just didn't want to have to explain it because every time I say murderino, people are like, you love yeah, like, murder is and that I'm a like, pasta i'm so confused say what you mean say what you mean <laughs> i said what i said i like murder just kidding i like to listen to women <laughs> talk about Spell it, it i can say it <laughs> but uh please everyone who's watching uh, we're about to cut the live stream and go on to our do our secret patreon content but if you had a good time tonight please 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 tip them it is in a ticked uh, comment here so you can make sure you can find their venmos and paypal and use a fist bump and a crying emoji so they know it's from this show and uh just i just want to yeah thanks again so much for being a part of the show <laughs> oh this is fun i hope we get to hang out in real life when i know around this is over yes we, we are planning so like to see your feet wigs. if we joined our wigs, we would have like the biggest wig collection ever what yeah, we want to see feet and wigs. We're going to do feet and wigs. And nothing else. That is the... Feet all the way down. Feet and wigs and swords. That's it. Um, and we're going to... We're, yeah, we are trying to plan, like, once uh, we can safely do so, all of the musicians that are new Music First Hand family members uh, that we have had to meet virtually, we are totally planning. We have to... We are planning. We've got to figure it out. We're going to have a show where everyone, we get to finally meet each other. IRL. Um, and we can't wait for that. Oh. Yeah. Chris on the God Mike is saying we were going to host Guy Forsythe's birthday bash because that's when Chris and Guy, that's when you guys met, right? We were talking about this before. Oh, that was the last time you were at, that was the last time Chris was at a live show. Oh my God. Yeah, you should go to live shows more often, Chris. <laughs> yeah, what are you, chicken? I mean, Wait, it's, so more, it's been longer than a year. It, yeah. it was two years ago. Yeah. That's fair. Wait, when's your birthday? November 30th. Oh, I was like, mine's tomorrow. I thought this was like coming up. Your birthday tomorrow? It is. I'm turning 29 years old tomorrow. Get ready. All right, didn't write this song, but it's for you, Becky. God dance the day you were born. The angels did the bump to Gabriel's horn. God dance the day you were born. Great before the gift of you. I saw him do the funky chicken, step in and kick it in blue suede shoes. I saw him do the boogaloo too, grateful for the gift of you. Now some folks say that long ago, God took this to save his soul. But St. Peter taught him how to jelly roll, grateful for the gift.
gift of you. God dance the day you were born. The angels did the bump to Gabriel's horn. God dance the day you were born. Grateful for the gift of you. Grateful for the gift of you. Grateful for the gift of you. No, I'm full crying. Awesome. Happy <laughs> <My> birthday. <laughs> oh, thank you. It was also Chris's birthday on my, uh, the 21st. God damn <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. That was so sweet. Why am I crying? I am weak. Yeah, come on. You can come back. I'm weak. I get the disease from my dad that a good Folgers commercial will make me cry. So it doesn't really matter. But uh, thank you so much again. One for the birthday song. And two for the incredible interview. You guys are so awesome. And I can't wait to meet you in real life. Everyone, please subscribe to their Patreon. Support them so you can still see their awesome content. Um, we're going to play... If you're a Patreon member. Our, yeah, ours too. Join ours too. We're a team. Um, we'll happy birthday if you're their Patreon member. Genius. Join Patreon. They'll sing you the birthday you song. <laughs> Not everyone. Only the people whose birthdays are tomorrow. Happy birthday to you. Everyone. Our favorite. <laughs> I love it. It's always good to see you again. <laughs> yeah, you have to use all the gender neutral and, and like non-name names. Hello, Kishi. Like... Damn it. Uses. <laughs> hi, no. hi, y'all. <laughs> exactly. Y'all is gender neutral and uh, it's our daughter is gender neutral right now. She's fluid and I'm having a hard time. See, I called her daughter. God, oh, see what she would yell at me. I'm trying so hard. And I said it again just then. It's, it's so it's hard. A, it's a learning process, but hey. Try. And last night, Guy was like, yeah, go get they. And she's like, oh. it goes, well, it sounds like there's a whole bunch of people. And I was going, I know. Oh, yeah. That's why it's so hard to do. Because it's wrong grammatically, really. But I just tried to, like, stick with names. Like, if I know your name, I'm just going to use your name. Go get Becky. Go get, if it's Becky here, I, that's my, that's the tip. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's a hard, it's hard. But it's also amazing that you're supportive and love your child and support right. them. Because that is the most important I part. I hung her big flag she got uh, above her bed. And I'm calling her whatever she is that week. That's, I'm doing 100%. it. 100%. Then you're good parents. Damn it. Y'all are going to make me cry again. Okay, we have to cut this live stream because we have to film some extra content. But if you enjoyed it, tip them. Join the Patreon. I'm sweating and crying for the pay for the podcast listeners uh, who love, did not tune in. We love you all. Me. We can't wait to exchange fluids. Okay. Head over to CIMP.live and get your bonus videos, photos, merch, and more. And remember, give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. Find all the full videos and past podcasts at musicfirsthand.live. Thanks for listening. See you next time.